You know, honestly, pushing record for the first time when I haven't recorded in a while makes me very nervous. I cleared my throat about 18 times. And then I just pushed record and said, screw it, I don't have an intro. Um, what was I, what am I calling this little series here, this mini series? Um, the not so, st- see I already messed it up. The diary of the not so stay at home mom. This would be day one. I even took notes. I took show notes which I never do, and there's literally just like 10 lines, but I still feel kind of professional and slightly more prepared than I normally do, and I'm not crying today. Um, Well, I guess the past two podcasts I haven't cried either, so we're good. I'm not crying, and I stayed at home today with the girls, so that's a very, very good day. (sighs) It feels like a Monday. It's only a Tuesday. I mean, it's actually a Tuesday. Shit. You know what? I actually am so tempted to start this whole thing over because I feel like my energy is off and I feel like I can do better, but that's not authentic, right? Chill out, Heather. Um, Okay, so let's start at the beginning of my day. It's Tuesday, but it's my Monday for the week, and I am a stay-at-home mom this week because my nanny is um, on vacation, a very well-deserved vacation. She's going on her first cruise with her family. Ooh, I need to watch her Instagram story, see how she's doing. Um, Hopefully a lot warmer than we are here in Texas. It is freaking freezing, which is actually a great intro into um, my morning. So Stephen and I just got back from Wimberley. We went away for four nights, five days, and we stay at this amazing amazing um little cottage house um in well it's not where is it it's in driftwood which is right outside of wimberley and it's called the grove house um the the woman who runs it or owns it her name is kimberly she's amazing the house is it's just spectacular we've told kim that and for for real, if she ever decides to sell the place or get rid of it, that she better let us know first because we would take that over as a business and to have for ourselves any freaking day. It's it's amazing. So anyway, so we had um, a nice long weekend away, which was beautiful and cozy. We spent way too much time um, sleeping and laying around, but we never get a chance to do that. So, oh my gosh. And we binge watched, um, um, what is it? What is it? What is it? Making a murderer. Yeah. Yeah, man. The second season. So we started all over with the first season because, um, it had been so long since we watched it. So we watched the first season and then dove into the second season. And oh my gosh, if you haven't watched, the first season, you better. And if you haven't, if you didn't realize or haven't watched the second season, get on it. It is so good. I, excuse me, I was kind of sad when, well, no, I was very sad when it ended. Also relieved because I feel like I've been a slave to this show the past week or so, uh, the past two weeks, trying to get through it. But it's just so good. And by good, I mean just really, really sad Um, all the things that are happening to the Averys and just a really, really well put together, intense little docu-series. Um, I digress. That's what I do. Um, okay. So we got back from Wimberley last yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, got the girls home. Um, they were tired. They've been staying with their grandparents for 
five days, so you know that they're spoiled and a little tired and happy and but they got to bed kind of early. I don't even know when we got to bed, but we got home last night and it's kind of the first cold snap. And since we were out of town while it had gotten really cold, we didn't know that our heat isn't working. So we get home last night and of course the house is freezing. So we try to get the heat going and this is going to... The thi- okay, this is going to sound bad, but we have five uh, heating AC units or I don't know if they're, I don't know how many units we have, but different sections in our house and only one section was working. So the kind of family room kitchen area was working, but the whole bedroom side of the house is not working and then the den isn't working, but who cares upstairs about that? But the bedroom wing is not working. It's freezing. So Stephen goes in the attic and tries to figure out what's going on. And it turns out one of the, um, it turns out the gas is turned off at a couple of places upstairs. And we didn't feel comfortable turning it on because I, you know, the house isn't completely done with the remodel. Sigh. Um, and so we were nervous to do that. And then the um, the gas pipe, whatever the hell you want to call it, that leads to our bedroom um, wasn't even plumbed. So no heat whatsoever. And none of our fireplaces work. They're not safe. And so freaking cold. So we layer the girls up. And Stella's wearing a sweatshirt and a long sleeve shirt and pants and socks. And I put a fuzzy blanket underneath and then a bunch of comforters. Do the same thing with Tori. Get them to bed. They're fine. Steven and I are sleeping with heavy, heavy blankets. And it was good to be back in our own bed. We slept really well. Um, I was planning on waking up early to work out like I normally do. Um, I normally get up about 5.20 and go do my 23-minute workout, the Ladies' Edge, Michelle Bishop Bishop's workout. Um, I just do it at home. It's amazing. That's been going really well. I should probably do a, a whole little discussion about that, but I just don't feel like it. Now I'm talking so much, I haven't even made it through my points here. I'm so annoying. Um, but, okay, yeah, so I was going to wake up at 5.20, and I, I would like to blame it on the frigid temperature in my bedroom, but I just kept pushing snooze, and I decided that because I didn't have to be anywhere until later this morning, and both of the girls were going to stay home from school, well, it wasn't, Stella wasn't supposed to go to, to, go to school today, but Tori was, and I was keeping her home. Um, so I'm like, you know what, they usually get up. Uh, well, now since the time change, Tori's been getting up a little bit before seven, which is early. Um, so I was going to wait till Tori got up and then I was going to go work out. And so she she slept in a little bit later. So it was a little bit past seven when she got up and I got my rigid body out of bed and um, hobbled over to the closet, got put my workout clothes on and went and had my workout. So what I like to do is with Michelle's program, um, what is Monday is back day. But I actually like, so Monday is back day, I think. Pretty sure it's back day. And then um, 
Friday for the group is leg day. And for some reason on Fridays, instead of feeling like motivated and happy, I'm angry and I I've already worked out four times this week and I am not excited about doing leg day. And so I've been doing leg days on Mondays, which sucks, but it really like gets me going and gets me into the week. So I did a leg day workout. It was good. So good that I felt nauseous. It was beautiful. And um, then I felt like I needed to tone my hair. So I was trying to coordinate getting the girls... um, kind of fed and dressed and toning my hair and then keep in mind it's still freaking freezing everywhere except for in the kitchen area Um, but the rest of the house is so spread out I mean it's just cold and obnoxious Um, so I think I was just thrown off. I shouldn't have slept in. I should have gotten up at 520 and I think everything would have been better. But I I felt more relaxed and like I had so much time. Um, And so getting everybody ready and before we left the house, they didn't brush their teeth. Um, That's got to happen to a lot of parents all the time, right? Like, excuse me, by the time we left the house, we were 10 minutes late and... I'm like, screw it. So, love the house without brushing teeth. Kind of gross, but who cares? So, uh, this, this, well, it was an early lunch. It was 11 o'clock, which is basically like breakfast in my world since I, I usually don't eat until later in the day. Um, but around this time in November, every year, I get together with my aunt, Cindy, and my sister, Amy, who's passed away, her best friend, from childhood. Well, my sister was a child. She was 14 when she passed away. Um, but we get together to celebrate Amy's birthday, which is 11-11. And so today was the day that we had our, we always meet at this little diner in Sugarland and have breakfast and just kind of talk and catch up and everything. And, um, so today was that day and that's why I kept Tori home from school. Um, so that she could come with us. She actually overheard me telling Stella about it, and Tori's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, you know what? You're in preschool. You can totally miss a day. And so she came with us. Oh, which reminds me. So Tori has this weird rash thing that now, I don't know if this is the second year or third year, but like with the first cold snap, and I don't know if it has anything to do with that. I definitely think it has to do with red die in food but she's not always sensitive to it so I feel like it's triggered by that and maybe the cold weather and certain types of fuzzy sweaters so if any of that makes any sense and that's just me guessing putting things together but so Tori woke up with a little rash on her cheeks little spots on her cheeks but not too bad her hands where she normally gets the itchy bumps the hives weren't there her feet were good nothing was swollen were good Um, But she had a little cough, and so I gave her children's mucinex, which is red. And I still need to look and see what number dye is in that. I haven't done it yet. But but about 20 minutes later, she comes into my bathroom, and her hands are like little puff balls, and she's got welts that are so itchy. She has welts on her ears. Her face is covered in welts. Her feet, I'm like, oh, my God. So I give her Benadryl and um, pray for that to start to work quickly. But her hands are itching her so bad and they're hurting. 
Um, and I know that feeling. I've had hand, foot, and mouth disease from her when she was little before. But I, you know that feeling? I, I, I assume everybody does, but maybe you don't. Um, like an allergic reaction, your hands are just swollen and itchy and painful. And so I stuck her hands in really cold water. And I think that relieved it for a second. And then I just kept shooing them out of my bathroom so I could try to finish getting ready. Um, and it just sucked. It just sucked getting ready with it being so cold. So I heated up the truck before we got in. I shuffled everybody out the door. Um, we're 10 minutes late. I gave myself 30 minutes to get from our house in Richmond to Sugarland, which would have been great, except we're 10 minutes late. And I'm screaming at everybody, everybody, all two of them, um, at the very end, go get baby because Stella couldn't find her blanket. We can't leave the house without that. Um, I asked if they brushed their teeth. Tori said, no. I, I told Tori, you go brush you and Stella's teeth, which she's, and now I know when I send them off to do it alone, how well do they do it? I don't know, but it's better than not doing it at all if we're running late, right? But Tori blamed it on Stella. They didn't get to brush their teeth. What? Who cares? Um, so we get in the car, the car is filthy. The truck, the family truck is filthy because we took it, um, with us to Wimberley. So it's covered in mud from the, the back roads to get to the little place that we stay. And then we brought firewood because they have this little outdoor, um, patio, not patio. I don't know, this little outdoor area with a little tiny fire pit. And so there's wood chips and everything. I mean, it's filthy. And the girls are both complaining. It's freezing and windy outside. I'm like, get in the car now. Who cares that it's dirty? Get in there. Um, so I get everybody in. I, I, well, I had started the car. So I get in and I look and we're low on gas. I need to stop for gas. So I text um, Jamie and my aunt Cindy and I'm like, I'm so sorry. We're running behind. And they're like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so we stopped for gas and I got back in the car while I was pumping the gas. And um, the girls are just so sweet and they're at such a good age now, five and almost three, like just fun to be with and pretty understanding. And I mean, you know, as understanding as somebody like Stella can be, but I just apologized to them for being a little bit cranky this morning and told them that I think it was because of the cold in the house and, you know, just whatever. And we talked a lot on the way there and then we listened to Christmas music and they were happy and singing and Tori's Benadryl was kind of starting to kick in. So I knew she was getting a little tired, but she was just really pleasant, really happy. And it was beautiful, a beautiful morning. So then we get to the restaurant, get the girls out, we go inside and they were both really, really good and sweet at lunch. It's, it's hard. Like when you're trying to um, have a meal with other people and I think I'm a pretty uptight mom. I think I'm snapping at them a lot. Stop that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't touch that. Don't, you know, I wish I wasn't so uptight, but you know, I don't know if it's because I am um, a full-time working mom and I'm not around them all the time. Like if I was a stay-at-home mom, maybe my, maybe I'd be a little more worn down and be like, what the hell ever, or more used to it, you know, but I'm, I'm pretty uptight. So, um, but they were really good at lunch and uh, I had a bowl of chili with a little bit of cheese in it, no onions, who needs that? and a little bit of sour cream. It was so good. 
Um, I didn't have coffee before I left the house in the morning. It was just so crazy. And so I ordered a cup of coffee there. It was disgusting. So I took two sips and got a Diet Coke. Um, so kind of caught up with them talked about my sister a little bit we figured out for some reason we have the hardest time remembering what year she was born and amy was born we've figured out this is so sad that between the three of us we can't figure it out but she was born in 83 so she would have been 35 on november 11th and i don't know that still sounds so young right I mean, I'm 33. I still feel really young. And I think 35 is so young. But she passed away. She was 14 and I was 12. And she still feels like my big sister, even though my memory of her is of a 14-year-old. But there's just that spirit, that energy. Um, I don't know. I miss her and I love her. And I love getting together and, and celebrating her every year. It's just, it's a great tradition. Um, and so anyway, so we left there, me and the girls and they were, Stella was saying that she doesn't feel good and she's so freaking cute, y'all. Whenever she doesn't feel good, she says, I don't feel any good, mommy. I don't feel any good. I'm like, please say it again. You sound so cute. And I'm the type of sick mom, not like in a, what's that? by proxy, Munchausen's not like in that way, but like I really love when my children are mildly sick and they're just kind of more quiet and more cuddly and attached to me. I freaking love that, Um, which I don't like them to feel bad, but I just love that dependency and that coziness that they bring when they're kind of under the weather. And so they were both kind of feeling that way. I think Tori was really tired because of the Benadryl and I think Stella was, she's just not feeling good she keeps saying I don't feel any good and I can't talk which obviously you can talk because you are talking and Tori kept pointing that out I'm like Tori I know but I think maybe her throat is hurting her Um, but she wanted to go home I'm like girls please can we please stop by the grocery store they both said yes they were down Um, and I wanted to stop by the grocery store because in this you know life as a stay-at-home mom I have a dream of making pumpkin bread from scratch, not from the box, but from scratch because Stephen's mom makes a killer pumpkin bread. And so me being stubborn, I wanted to make the pumpkin bread on my own. So I got a recipe and I may end up asking Stephen's mom for his after because I failed or after because this is so good and I just want to compare. But I just wanted to do it on my own without... Steven's mom knowing because I don't want any pressure. It's bad enough that Steven knows that I'm going to do this, but I wanted to go get the rest of the stuff that I needed to be able to make it. And then I wanted to put it together and make it while the girls took a nap this afternoon. So we went to H-E-B and I stacked them in the cart. I barely had any room for groceries, which was good because I didn't end up getting a ton of stuff. But um, I got everything that we needed and a few other things that we didn't need at the grocery store because who doesn't and we got back home and there had been people out to work on the heat so the plumbing people came to do the um, gas lines and then the actual ac heating company was going to come and so i put the girls down and bundled them up again 
and they went down for a nap and Tori kept getting up. She didn't end up sleeping at all. Um, but while they were doing that, I was just kind of picking up the house and cleaning out the refrigerator and the pantry of old food and kind of reorganizing things. And is this the most boring <laughs> podcast ever? I, Y'all give me some feedback. Give me some feedback so I know because today is Tuesday, so we have through Friday. So if this is too much detail, you just let me know and I'll back off a little bit on the detail of my stay-at-home mom adventures. Um, anyway, so Tori ended up getting up, not napping. Stella woke up a little bit later. And by this time, it's like 4.30 and Tori's hungry. And I keep telling them, okay, like we need to be a little bit healthier around here. And by we, I mean all of us because oftentimes I will not have dinner. I will not eat a whole lot during the day just because the day kind of gets away from me and I'm really not that hungry. And then I get home and I'll have a glass of wine in the evening and then I lay in bed and I eat either um, Cheetos or jalapeno chips or goldfish. It would be good if goldfish was as far as it went, but now it's like Doritos, Cheetos, those amazing Lay's kettle-cooked jalapeno chips, um... But I've realized I've been kind of backing off of goldfish or haven't been consuming a whole lot of it because something was wrong. So we kept getting goldfish and I told Steven, I'm like, this doesn't taste right. This doesn't taste like the goldfish that I like. Like, have I just ruined my palate with all my junk food eating of all these other chips that I just can't enjoy them? I'm like, but I really feel like these taste really bland and they're the normal baked but all all goldfish crackers are baked apparently so the normal baked goldfish and I told our nanny she was at Sam's I'm like please I feel like you got some from Sam's that tasted better and then so she bought the big pack the big thing at Sam's and then I told her when she was at Walmart I'm like you know what get a carton maybe I like the ones in the carton still not hitting it and then I was at the store the other day and I saw the whole grain goldfish and I'm like no, that can't be it. But it's the only other thing I could think of. So I got the whole grain and I'll be damned if it's not exactly what I was missing. And so anyway, so now that I've discovered what I need again, I have a a pack that's calling my name after I finish this podcast Mm, because I'm not being healthier today like I was just telling my girls. But we all snack too much. I don't really care enough about food and I don't really enjoy cooking. So I'm not being a great example for them about food at all, but I'm also not making a really big deal out of it. I feel like as a kid, I um, had such issues with food and I was so obsessed with food. And like I went to Overeaters Anonymous when I was in my early 20s or maybe, no, I might've been like 20 because, and I was overweight, but I wasn't like obese or anything, but just because I obsessed over food and the guilt and like so mentally sick about food. It was awful. Like I can, maybe I've talked about this before, but like I can think back on vacations and I remember what I wore, how I felt in it and what I ate and how I felt about what I ate so often. And now I just don't really care about food. Like over the years in my, in my, like, I guess over the past 
six years since I've gotten into shape and slowly started breaking all of the the mental chains that food had on me. Now I just don't, it doesn't have that power. It just doesn't really matter that much. And I don't stress about it with my girls. Like, well, you have to eat healthy. We have to eat this. We have to eat that. Like, I just don't, we just kind of eat whatever. And I try not to be too bad and extreme with it. But I also just, whatever. They, neither one of them has an issue with food. Like, both of them, even if they really like something, ice cream, candy, donuts, whatever, when they're full, they stop. And so it's not like I worry about them with having issues with food and I don't have issues with them with food like I don't we don't even really talk about like this is bad food this is good food I don't know it's just kind of natural and free um but I, we need to eat better just for health reasons. All of us need to eat better. And so um, I was telling them, okay, today we need to eat better. We need to just be healthier. And if we're going to have snacks, let's have healthy snacks, except for mommy in bed late at night. Um, but uh, so for dinner, I we had this lasagna while the last night in Wimberley. And it was so good from this great Italian place. And Tori had it the night. I guess last night when we came home and then I asked her if she wanted it again. She said, no, she wanted her favorite dinner and listen to what her favorite dinner is. When she says my favorite dinner, she specifically means this. It is, um, Sargento, um, cheese, the sharp cheddar cheese, little, they're not cubes. They're like little links. I don't know. These little, little kind of cube type things. Um, so sharp cheddar cheese and hummus and pita chips and um, she likes that I think it's Bob's um, it's this um, she calls them long bacon (laughs) but it's beef jerky and it's this I think it's Bob's it's really 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 good they're these links I think they're like natural and uncured and like They're actually really high quality things, but that's like her favorite meal. Well, we didn't have the beef jerky she likes. We did have the cheese. We did have pita chips and hummus. And so I cut her up an apple and put peanut butter on it. So she had an apple and peanut butter, cheese, pita chips, and hummus. And Stella had, drum roll please, microwave macaroni. It's just her go-to, her favorite, but she wasn't feeling any good (laughs) around dinner, so she hardly ate any of that, and Tori ate most of her food, Um, and then Stephen got home around 6 o'clock and um, put the, the little ladies in bed, and then I decided that I needed, he had some work to do, and I wanted to go spray tan. Um, Okay, so I was getting spray tanned by this girl who would come to my house. Her name's Lexi. She's amazing, but she moved away, and I was. It was a good deal for having somebody come to my house once a week, every week, just amazing. But um, she moved away, and I was thinking, well, maybe I'll just do my at-home stuff. And then I'm like, "Mm, no, I need an actual spray tan at least once a week. And so I went back to dark tan. And bought a year package and I am on a roll. It is unlimited spray tan, so I'm gonna be brown all the time. When I was doing this before, I would usually go twice a week. 
and I would stay consistently brown and good. And I didn't like what I like about having a membership and being able to go whenever I want is that I don't have to protect my tan as much. Like when Lexi would come over and spray me and then Steven's like, you want to go in the hot tub or you want to take a bath? I'm like, nope sorry just got a spray tan two days ago you know can't melt it off because I have it has to last until next Monday I was just very protective of it and now I don't have to be so protective if I take a hot bath and it kind of wears off or want to go in the hot tub or swim or whatever who cares just go the next day and I forgot how much I love the physical act of getting in my car and driving to the tanning place and then and then spray tanning and then coming back home like that time away is just so freaking nice because now that I'm not going to the gym I don't have that time I don't have the time in the morning like where I was getting ready for the gym taking my pre-workout and then driving to the gym and then working out and then driving home and then excuse me I don't have any of that P.S. I've been getting a lot of questions asking if I do a pre-work pre-workout anymore um hell no I do not I literally roll out of bed I walk into my closet, I put on a sports bra and some workout pants and some shoes. I, my shoes, you see them, they're the tennis shoes, the different color ones that you always see on my Instagram. They're from Walmart and they have um, memory foam in the bottom and the top is kind of like this really fine mesh to where you don't have to wear socks. So I just wear them until they fall apart or until they get really dirty and then I throw them away. Well, actually by really dirty, I just mean my spray tan wears off around the inside and they get embarrassing. Um, but I throw those on and then I hobble into, um, I kind of do my workouts now that we've decorated our living room. I do them kind of in our dining room area, like between our dining room and living room. You don't need a whole lot of room. So I pull out my weights and I'm with setup and everything. I'm done with a workout in half an hour, which is amazing. And then, okay, so that's very quick, very easy. And then having Lexi come and spray tan me, everything is really nice, but I'm never getting out of the house, which is very tough for me because I need my alone time. And I feel like I've already talked so much and this is my first podcast in a while and I'm going to be giving you one all week. So maybe I'll just leave a little teaser um, on what I want to go into tomorrow. Steven and I had a really good long talk about like my alone time an introvert versus extrovert and something finally clicked and he's always been really supportive but the way that I explained it made him really understand me and so I want to talk about that but I've, I've, I've talked so much I'm sick of hearing my own voice so until tomorrow thank you for listening all three of you just kidding. I have no idea. I feel like I don't know who would listen to this, but thank you. And um, Diary of a Not-So-Stay-At-Home Mom Day 2 will be tomorrow. And then we'll talk about introvert, extrovert, alone time. Yeah, it'll be good. Oh, what do I want to do tomorrow? What is happening tomorrow? Okay, so tomorrow's Wednesday, which both girls should go to school from 9 to 12. But I have a feeling that one, if not two of them, may be sick tomorrow. And even if they don't have a fever or anything, I just think in the situation that I'm in and I'm home, it doesn't. it's not right to send them to school if they can pass something on, even without a fever, or if they're not 
feeling good so I don't know so tomorrow may be really productive or it may be really unproductive and just really cozy with them either way it'll be an amazing day thanks for tuning in I love you and I'll talk to you tomorrow oh wait wait this happens every time I have to open my phone up to cut this off because I'm so high tech here all right love you guys bye